1: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another Stay Hot live stream. I'm Bladen Kirk, of course, joined by my two favorite co-hosts of all time, Matthew Spinehauer and Theo Ash. Uh, Matt and I are both home for Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving. And uh, Theo, I don't know if you're still staying home or if
2: you went back to Flagstaff. <laughs> But uh, it'd be so funny if you like went home <laughs> for the weekend before Thanksgiving and then left before Thanksgiving. I
1: don't I don't know if you well, had something I, to, I don't like, know if you uh, have something to do.
3: No, I'll I'll be home for Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> for Thanksgiving. <laughs> that That's would be I'm. really
1: funny though. I'll
3: <laughs> uh, we'll see you. Uh, yeah. Good. I'm I'm here. Been here since uh Wednesday. Okay. Obviously. But Yeah. Yeah.
1: How was that um, that Packers game? Like, I know, you like obviously, the loss wasn't great, but like just the experience of being there. You haven't been to it.
3: To be I haven't a been to Lambo since um, twenty eighteen, so it was it was yeah. great to be back. I had a really good time, even though the Packers lost. It's nice to you know see the, see the game live, uh, just. I hate the broadcast angle as I think everybody knows and it's nice to just be able to see all players and you know I watch so much all, t- all 22 and and to see it like all unfolding in front of you and like oh I know I know what yeah. you're doing I know what's what's happening so, here and then it,
1: it really is so hard to like even tell sometimes what coverage the defense is in because the safeties will be cut off from the screen yeah. <laughs>
3: I mean even live it's tough to tell but you can choose what to focus on like, yeah you can choose- right like oh I'm gonna watch the safeties on this play I can I can watch this specific matchup and you know you can you can choose the most interesting thing and I enjoy doing that and and the people around us were were actually very funny I give Lambo shit for being boring and you know uh, a little there can be some older people there who you know don't really get into it but in this game it was there was actually quite the quite the charismatic crowd around us who were just uh you know talking there the one guy next to me was um a viking fan who came with his packer fan wife and this was like this drunk dude wearing a donovan McNabb vikings jersey next to me which like I totally forgot happened. Donovan McNabb. why do you own that? Why do you bring that? And like people were just giving him so much shit the whole time. Like really? there were some Titans fans around him. No one said anything to the Titans fans, even when the Packers scored. They would just turn right around to the Viking fan and start doing the skull chant and like just telling him how they'll never he'll never win a ring or <laughs> never have one a ring and they suck and they are, they're overrated. Like as soon as the Packers scored. It was no no shit talking to the Titans fan, only to that one Vikings fan, which I thought was funny, and there was it was it was a good time first year. Sometimes I forget that like fan base
1: rivalries exist outside of Brown's Steelers and
3: (laughs) (laughs) the NFL does not them.
2: (laughs) There are others.
3: But
1: Well, there was some football that happened
2: in the past couple of days. Uh I mean, I actually did not catch them on the Monday night game whatsoever. So, if you guys want to talk it. about it, go ahead. Looks like a horrible game. Yeah, Looks like the Cardinals yeah. suck.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're ass. Sadly, um, I the the mo- most important thing from the Cardinals game was the pre game. ESPN is like, I'm sorry if this if this ruins my chances of ever getting an ESPN <laughs> job, but I, they just need to like they should hire me because they just need better people. It's Truly ridiculous! The like like, incompetence, like analyzing the game, like of their analysts. Oh my god! I've never seen any player get as much shit as Kyler Murray did before they started that game because Colt McCoy was starting, and they loved them some Colt McCoy. A legitimate take from this squad, and I don't know who on the team said it. It could be any host. It could be any number of their of their guys who are capable of having a take like this but they showed Kyler yelling at the coaches as he does calling like you need to calm down I yelled that at Cliff and one of them said you know this preseason they made Kyler call the plays and I think they need to go a step further they need to make him install the offense and make the game plan every
2: what? week Theo, you cut out, but I, I I like player coach Kyler Murray. I think that's a funny concept. It's hilarious.
1: I think it'd be I really funny lost. if they had Kyler do that and the offense was just better.
2: I think the odds of that would be incredibly low. Well, we Maybe. lost Theo, uh, so hopefully Officially. he'll come back here in a second. I don't see him on. Oh. Never mind. Oh my God! I think I'm I, bad. Mean, I don't know
3: what point point in my rant. I now okay. So now Matt and Theo switched on. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, it is it is what it is. <laughs> but um, yeah. I just ESPN was just really laying into Kyler Murray. They they said that you know he called plays during the preseason and Ooh. to really learn his lesson, he needs to install the offense. I think I fixed it. What the fuck. He needs to install the offense every week while he's hurt to learn his lesson about how hard it is to coach, so he stops yelling at Kyler that's was legitimately what they were saying he needs to install the offense like what what are you yeah. guys talking about
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know I think with broadcast here's always been my take about that. I think that he like the actual analysis of it like big programs like espn and them it's just not their number one concern their number one concern is people who are good at the actual like broadcast and getting up there and talking and that there's a like people out there who can analyze better than them but they're like their number one priority is people who can go up there talk well and get through that broadcast well i think that's the hard part but i almost wonder if they should just pre-record the intro to the thing if it's like by a couple hours and then slice it up really nice and if someone messes up or like doesn't speak well you know okay you can kind of cut that out and post and then put it up because you don't really need to do it right as it's happening but i agree analysis on sports show is terrible
3: it's terrible and and it's true like you know a bunch of people like really getting into the nitty-gritty of of the granular details of sports is never gonna do well unless they're like crazy god damn i keep freezing
2: we can still hear
1: you yeah you're good keep rolling theo you're cooking
2: now we can't if you're Uh, talking this is now you're uh, back this is Bruno. My, my Wi-Fi is, is unstable. It's at-home Wi-Fi, man.
1: It's not great. Theo's going to go through a list of things he's thankful for. Wi-Fi will not be one of them.
2: Wi-Fi will not.
3: But. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, it's it's never going to be the the people who really break down the game in granular detail who's going to get mainstream success. But it would be nice to, like exhibits common sense sometimes like no Kyler shouldn't be the head coach to teach him a lesson about ever arguing with the head coach that is not the take right <laughs> you can see and yeah they were just dick riding Colt McCoy to an extended like this offense is just so much better with him not freestyling and it's no. like well then the offense just was ass in this game outside of like one Greg Dorch uh, screen so Yeah, it was, it was a really weird, it was a really weird um, interaction and it was a weird pregame show and they, they had an analysis on Kelsey. And, and Mahomes and like you were talking about, Matt, like a lot of the ESPN guys, like they, they speak confidently and clearly and all that, but mm. like they had this whole section on Kelsey that was, they were tripping over their words and like mumbling and it was really bad in that area too. It was, I tweeted last night, this is just an insane pre-game show because they kept messing up and saying crazy things. It's like, this is why you I know- never watch ESPN. And I haven't watched an ESPN show in a really long time. So, you know, I don't know if it's like that all the time, but it's just so much it's it's a substantially worse product right now than, than what's getting put on NBC and, and Fox and CBS yeah. on Sundays. What I were agree. they say
1: what were they even what were they saying about Kelsey? Was it possible? Oh, well, they were just like,
3: Well, when Kelsey, you know, in a in a gotta have it situation in man coverage, who do they go to? Kelsey. And like they're showing the the green and the plays and he's not throwing it to Kelsey. They're like, here they go. Here comes Kelsey. And then they threw it to someone else. And they're like, well, maybe (laughs) the next win will be Kelsey. And then it wasn't Kelsey again. He's like, well, uh, not that time either. But then the Kelsey caught the last one. He's like, but there on the got it then there it's Kelsey. It's like, did you not watch this package before you were like, oh, here comes. They got to throw it to Kelsey when in money downs, they go to Kelsey. I mean, that, that, that is that is a
1: correct thing to say. Like they do go to Kelsey on money downs, but like to not have the footage match what you're saying is
3: right right is it was crazy. just yeah <laughs> yeah so it's it 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 almost feel it's it just feels very disney
2: owns it <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> this is get this marvel pregame show out of here man right no I, you know i i i think we're we're starting to if not to change the subject too much unless you guys had anything else to say about that
3: uh no i don't have anything else to say besides disney disney owns it and sometimes it kind of feels like disney owns it it feels like they're it's like a roller coaster ride or something like oh we're gonna look at our graphics look at our come on man segment look at our like yeah adam schefter like taking his shirt off and hula hooping
2: like, <laughs> okay. oh man we don't want to see that <laughs>
1: Hey, speak for yourself, man. Uh, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> you have to feel pretty justified after Justin Herbert's disaster class
2: at the end of the I, Chargers. Um, game I'm there. never, I'm never that serious about it, because I, 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 I know. do know Herbert is like great, and it's just not working out for him this season, but. <laughs> playing the role of like well he's just not winning he sucks <laughs> is, is always fun i just love doing that. <laughs> it's just so funny allen. to me.
3: <laughs> right like it's so funny because he he had the huge the crazy throw to keenan allen up the right sideline, just a monster throw to to put them ahead with like a minute 37 left and like this game-winning drive to put them up with not much time left and then the defense Completely folds, and then he gets the ball back with like 30 seconds left.
1: And they're, and they're like, well, he may have scored
3: that, but he's got to... Okay, well, that one doesn't mean anything anymore. He's got to <laughs> go out and score again, which of course he didn't. And on sack. that play, like that play that he threw the pick, like Chris Jones... I mean, both the plays, really, yeah. the sack and the the pick, Chris Jones just eviscerated the line. <laughs> And like he was forced to f- like fade away off of his back foot, and it's like, well, what are you going to do? I don't know if I blame Herbert here or Chris Jones is just like that, but that um, is
1: like pressure
3: up the middle.
1: It has to be so hard to deal with as a quarterback.
2: Yeah, it's not not great. Yeah, you know, talking a little bit about Travis Kelsey, actually, we are we're not quite there yet, but we are entering the era of where. Kelsey versus Gronk will be debated.
3: Oh, I mean, and Gronk was trending on Twitter yesterday. Um,
2: it's it's only going to get worse, right? Like, at, at this point, it's, it's hard, but Kelsey is playing some of his best football ever. And if he, he keeps doing this for two, three more years, the debate, like, as of right now, it's pretty confidently, like, you know, Gronk is better. But in two or three years, if he keeps playing at this level, it's going to be a real... Decision and I'm I'm definitely on Team Gronk even as a you know a Cincinnati Bearcats fan and a Kelsey respecter yeah but I think there's I think there's a world where I mean and this is pretty tough projection where Kelsey just does it for so long that he gets into that debate on the longevity because right now he's on like his seventh or eighth straight All Pro season he is on a great like his career has been un. Unbelievable. He's, he's got he's the going, ring.
1: He's gonna have like he's gonna have like sixteen hundred receiving yards and like 18 touchdowns this year. It's gonna be Is wild. he really
2: on pace for that? Yeah. Like he dude, he is gonna end up like <laughs> it, this it, is gonna be like the third time he's broken this record. He is up there. <laughs> I agree that prime Gronk, because of the blocking, is better. And I think that Gronk will always have the edge because his yards after catch just look way cooler because he breaks tackles. But Kelsey's yards after catch is really cool too. But he just kind of like runs where he needs to be, and that's never that's never as good. I'm afraid he's,
1: he's not you know putting you in the dirt the way Gronk would. But
2: yeah, he's not. I don't yeah, know.
3: I think I think it could be like a, a almost like a Barry Sanders Emmitt Smith type of conversation where where I think. Gronk at his peak is just one of the best players I've ever seen. Like point blank period, he just he just was a completely dominant physical force that no one could ever stop. He just yeah. he's an extra tackle out there. He's more physical than everyone. He'll outmuscle everyone. He'll run over everyone. And he was fast. And he was a good route. He was just Gronk at his peak is like one of the probably five greatest football players I think I've ever seen. With like Donald and like Mahomes and. <laughs> it, it, like it, 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 the list is not that long, um, but like Kelsey, uh, it'll get to the point where it's like who had the better career and who would you rather have when all things considered with length of their prime and 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 how often they were available. Like Kelsey, at the end of the day would would offer more value from yeah. the beginning of his career to the end of his career. Like that's probably the point we're gonna get to, but. I would always, like, Gronk is probably one that I'm always going to be, like...
2: Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I saw it happen. It, it, it's <laughs> like, gonna I'll be a grumpy like,
3: old guy waving my it, cane. It's like with, Tony um, Gonzalez. Like, people were,
1: like, Tony Gonzalez goat tight end for, like, I don't even know how... For, for like, all of the 21st century until Gronk, like, completely
3: yeah. took over. And I, I never really watched Tony, so I can't really right. say yeah. Gonzalez like how if he's closer to Gronk or Kelsey or whatever but um Kelsey had the angle honestly you probably had a better I mean you can't take a worse angle than uh, Gronk took on that on that play but uh <laughs> yeah I, I think it's definitely um like the value they added in their careers I, I still when I say it's easily Gronk I don't think Gronk was like in a totally different tier than than Kelsey, But I would easily like I'm not I'm very comfortable putting Gronk above him. It's not like that far above him, but it's it's above him. And I'm very comfortable saying that at this. No,
2: point. I. I but, yeah, if, it, if I, it gets to the point where he's got like eight or nine all pros and he's got the tight end receiving yards record. And I went to Cincinnati and he went to Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm afraid that's gonna do it for me. I don't care yeah but he is did he graduate from Cincinnati? that's the real question. It does not matter to me he 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 resp- he talks about Cincinnati all the time. he's big time yeah. Cincinnati guy so he's a great ambassador to the uh... he is he really is it's I think it's been big for recruiting. he really pushes for that stuff so I, I love him and I, I saw someone someone saying that Mahomes made Travis Kelsey. Which it's so, or it's like, he's, he's like kind of a Travis Kelsey, Kelsey merchant, which, which is so funny because like, a, you know, Rob Gronkowski had a pretty good quarterback too. And B it's like that, like, does that happen? This guy is a, 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 you know, five time all pro because of his quarterback and that's it. It's like, that's.
3: Yeah. Right. I I (laughs) think there are, there are definitely players who, who get, who are much better because of their quarterback and I, I, I mean, as a Packers fan, I've seen guys leave Rodgers and, you know, come back, but it's not like Rodgers can just make anyone like that. You know, it's not like, did, would Jordy have had a Jordy Nelson, would he have had a, as good of a career as he had if he played his whole career in Oakland? No, but he also was like a damn good receiver and it's, a, it's never a one-way street. No quarterback makes a really hor- like even can't like prime Cam. Like Ted Ginn, you know, he put up good numbers with Cam or Kelvin Benjamin put up good numbers with Cam. Like that's kind of what a, like, that's kind of what a, someone who gets paid by a wide receiver quarterback looks like. They don't look like Travis. No one was making Kelvin Benjamin all pro, you know? It's like, oh, all of a sudden they they can squeeze out in a thousand yard season out of someone, but no one can just make a, I mean, yeah. it's. it's I I
2: would say... I agree with Ted Ginn. He had a very nice season with Cam. Kelvin Benjamin didn't even really have a nice season. He just put up a bunch of yards because Cam Newton absolutely had to throw to somebody. He had a thousand, he had like a thousand yards on hundred and fifty targets, which is just not good. And he 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 was really never any good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, you, can tell. Like, you, can... you can tell when a guy is good or not, even if he's putting up crazy numbers or not even crazy crazy numbers. And in Benjamin's case is, is if you watch the film, like, yes, Kelsey is good. And maybe like, obviously playing with a great quarterback raises your ceiling and playing in a great offense raises your ceiling. But you know, you, you can't really take away from, from that because it's also true of Mahomes to Kelsey, right? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's a two way street. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: don't know. Kittle Kelsey would be... What? What about Kittle? Oh, go ahead. I was reading a comment. Oh. They're saying that Kittle would be closer to Gronk than Kelsey if he was an actual tight end and not a left tackle. <laughs> nope. Sorry, man. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. I do not care if his situation stinks and they make him block 90% of snaps and then it's Jimmy Garoppolo throwing to him when he doesn't. Kelsey better, I'm afraid.
1: Yeah, I mean... The Kelsey-Kittle debate was always kind of funny because I don't know if it was, like, it was a debate. Yeah, Kelsey like
2: t- Kelsey was Kelsey was awesome that one year. I mean, there was a year where Travis Kittle, or, or Kittle, I mean, there was a year where Kittle was, like, the leader in receiving yards yeah. and he blocked like crazy and you could say, yeah, he had a better year than Kelsey. But, but if you then the 49ers it. stopped doing that. And well, seems Kittle, like- Kittle has
3: 24 career touchdowns.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just, I'm sorry, man. Kelsey, yeah.
3: you got it. Like I think, at his peak, Kittle, Kittle may have been the more complete player. But you know, to say he would have been like, he's always. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely close. Like closer to Gronk, almost stylistically than anyone else. But he's not quite as. Uh, he's not quite as, good as Gronk.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
3: Bladen, why is your ceiling so short? That's a wonderful point by this guy in the comments.
1: It's in the basement. It's like seven-foot ceiling? It's in the basement.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's so, in the basement. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's my childhood bedroom in the basement with my twin-sized bed. and uh,
3: Twin bed? Yeah. That's rough. I like how the back of your childhood bedroom looks almost identical to your dorm. It's true. Background, it looks like the same with like different pieces, but it's like structured the exact same way.
2: You... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Kelsey brothers, the best sibling duo ever. Probably not. But they're the, Watts, they're way, the, Watts the Watts to
3: me are
2: probably number one they're both like defensive players of the year and it's like but i mean i mean travis kelsey and jason kelsey the problem is that they don't play positions that would ever quite get that level of recognition like you would have they would have to be so it's like you know jason kelsey's a center and he's been one of the best centers in the in the league for a long time but what are you gonna win there mvp right Offensive player of the year? No, and same with Kelsey. Tight end, it's possible for him, but Kel- now he plays with Kel- Mahomes. So. Hey, Kelsey could have went off at the player of the year. If he if
3: he, he gets he that gets second he, one time, I think he was second. What what year was that? I can't. I don't know. It's pretty close to to me. I honestly think J.J. Watt at his peak was better than either kelsey or either kelsey or his brother t i think pete jj watt kind of gets forgotten about with just like he was getting mvp votes in his prime as a defensive end which like is pretty nuts he was he was next level good and tj is getting up there and like you know tj is incredible and and probably would win defensive player of the year again this year if he was healthy the entire season but um I think, I think JJ getting MVP votes at defensive end puts his, uh, and just kind of his general dominance puts, puts JJ better than either of the Kelsey's or his brother. And TJ's just as good as, as both of them. So yeah, I, I, I have Watts as I have, I have the Watts as the better, better brother duo, but it's crazy how many good ones there are. Yeah. Honestly. Diggs
2: too. Yeah, Nick they, and Joey I mean, Bosa. Yeah, they're, they they can't. They never play this. It sucks, man. They have been injury prone forever. Yeah. I don't. It's it's something in the family, man. But they're all, they're insane. Nick Bosa is so good. Nick Bosa is incredible. Um, all right, so here's Travis Kelsey for you. Has
1: 800, 855 yards, which is on pace for about fourteen fifty. So not. Maybe not quite high enough. He'll, yards, be, but he's, he'll, he'll
2: be first team all pro, but he, he just does not have a, an argument uh, over Tyreek. Yeah,
1: he and he has he has eleven touchdowns so far, which leads the league. That's pretty close. <laughs> like, he's sweet. I didn't Devontae. Devontae um, has over nine hundred yards and ten touchdowns this year. He's kind of cooking. He's not bad. He's kind of cooking. Like uh, I don't know, but. Came for the podcast, staying for the typing ASMR. Oh, could y'all could y'all hear my typing?
2: That's on That's all me. I'm a maybe. Person. Yes, maybe my argument will be that Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey are the best brother duo ever because J.J. Watt and T.J. Watt are actually three brothers with Derek Watt and therefore do not count and are disqualified. Derek Watt, if you
3: average them out with Derek, he weighs them down significantly and therefore makes, on average... Uh, the How, where does Derek else. Watt rank among fullbacks? That's
2: How many fullbacks question. are there legitimately in the NFL right now? I don't know. 16? Uh, 15? I have no idea.
1: <laughs> that many? you think so? It's kind of hard to tell. He's like... What would it be like? Kyle, use check.
3: Um, there's use check. There's... For the uh, there's uh, the guy on the Bears, number 32, who I've watched because I'm making my Justin Fields video. The one thing... If we're talking brother duos, though, one more thing. The Mannings still might have it Oh no! Because, but they no, they
1: have another one too. They've got Cooper. <laughs> the, yeah, well, Cooper got, never played is, in the this league. This is
2: how we win. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm, laughs>
1: what about when Arch gets to the league? Does he count? <laughs>
2: No, well, he's no, not, he's, he's not, he's not part he's not of that. the brother duo. Oh, okay. They, they may still, cause Peyton is such an all timer, but I wonder Payton, if that's Payton quarterback is, is a
3: five time, is a five time MVP, seven time <laughs> first team, all pro <laughs> That's <quarterback>, pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Which is like the great, he is the most, I mean, he has more accolades than any other player, more than right. Brady even like. But well, Eli and goals. Eli has two rings, but Eli they was not at the level rings. that either of the Kelseys are at. So we're
1: talking between the between the Manning brothers. We've got four rings, five MVPs. How many All Pros did Eli have? Any? Maybe all pros, one in
3: 2011. No. <laughs> There's no way he ever made an All Pro team. Okay. So,
2: okay. I thought he maybe made one in 2011. I could be totally wrong. <laughs> so what? It would be crazy make. if he made it with. With no all pros, though. it would
1: be crazy. Who's the most attractive long snapper? That's a great question, guys. It's, that's really the questions that we should be asking. I'll make my ranking quiz for long snappers, and you guys can <laughs> go and vote on that.
3: Eli Manning I'm, would be called the Kirk Cousins if he were in the NFL today. Yes. Um, less of a bozo gene, though, because he did win two rings. But, um, yes. Yes. What else? What else is there to talk Don't forgetting about? Don't the
1: Mahomes brothers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard much Mahomes dialogue. Last year it got really bad with Jackson and, and his wife and all that. People just could not shut up about them. But um, this year I haven't really heard anything about Mahomes' family, which is good because that dialogue sucked. Weird. Weird stuff. Extremely weird. Thoughts on Dan weird. Orlovsky saying Justin Fields is an MVP candidate. I'm uh, making my All-22 on Justin Fields and um, what I think the Bears are going to do next year to maximize him. Uh, and watching Justin Fields, I can say that he is not an MVP candidate. You, no. can, you
1: cannot consistently do things that jeopardize your team's chances of winning.
3: The team has, what, three wins? No. like <laughs> Without him, they would probably have like, Two, right, right. Like he's he does some cool stuff. Not as valuable to his team as Mahomes. Sadly, he does a lot of
1: cool stuff. But
3: uh, he's he's good. He is. I mean, his rushing ability really adds a lot to this offense. But he is not. He is not MVP of the league. Sadly, I
1: think it'd be it's going to be really funny if the Bears finish like three and fourteen. And all the Bears fans, they were like, "Apologize to the Bears." You said they were gonna get. You said they were only gonna win two games. That would be crazy. That would be crazy, man. Is Bryce Young's size a big deal? I don't. Yes. Th- I don't think it is that big.
2: Of a oh, deal, it though. totally is. I, I I disagree so much for several reasons. Number one, there's always questions about whether or not you can throw over the middle of the field when you're that small. Number two. He is like tiny. He he is like not two hundred pounds. And yes, like that's that's, that's hi- a huge concern, I think.
3: Kyler is hurt all the time. Kyler gets hurt every single season. Right. He's just a small dude. And Kyler, like I said in my Bryce Young video, which is really dumb. I'll go check that out if you haven't. I'm trying to get that. That's very close to becoming the most watched stay hot That'd video, be. which is okay. But as I point out in that video, um, He's Kyler a like Kyler and Russ both short quarterbacks so they're built right they're just thick they're they're big sturdy dudes and and Bryce is not only is he small he is skinny too so there is a, a very good chance that he is dealing with injuries. Um his career. Zach Wilson is another skinny quarterback who's picked up injuries and, and missed chunks of both last season and this year. Like skinny quarterbacks, um skinny small quarterbacks, they can get hurt. <laughs> they can get hurt. Um so yes, it is a big deal. If he was if he was six foot six and crazy and had all the same skill set, the same arm, the same poise, the same I I really wouldn't have that many concerns with him. I'd but um He's he's not so.
1: I, I would also I would want to know though like the frequency at which like Bryce Young takes hits compared to guys like Russ and Kyler, because that's the thing that you're worried about is like yeah he's small but as a quarterback you you can do a pretty good job of avoiding contact.
2: And is there if, anyone in the NFL who does that? Who's like a small quarterback but takes so few hits that they just never get injured? Maybe Breeze. It's not a bad one. Yeah. But I, I think I think Bryce he he doesn't like run himself into into trouble a whole bunch. But regardless, I mean, look, if he was on the Panthers, this would be a different story. You'd have a fantastic offensive line and you know, <laughs> yada yada yada. But
1: yeah.
2: I think I think it's a big concern. I'm very I'm very invested in this quarterback draft class and I don't really feel I, I the more you think about it, the worse you feel about him, I think.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think that it's going to go quarterback, quarterback, quarter. I think that this might look nope. a little bit more like the um, 2020 class where Fields fell to, like, Fields and Jones got picked in the 10s, right? I, I think that that could be where these guys get get taken is is closer in the I don't know if there's a number one overall pick in this class Caleb Williams you watch Caleb Williams that's the guy where you're like yep number one overall pick that guy's big he has a crazy arm he's super creative accurate smart like that guy is that is your generational quarterback like that is your guy where it's like yep there that's everything you are looking for young gets close but he is too small if it
2: wasn't for this size but like, if a team picks him number one overall because they need a quarterback, I think he's an acceptable because of the positional value.
3: Yeah, he's, he's o- outside got- of that. I don't know. I just think
1: about like Lamar was. Everyone was like, "Oh, well, he runs too much. He's going to get hurt." Um, and people people didn't think Lamar was particularly big, but Lamar is a decent size, 6'2", and he's like 220 or something.
2: Lamar also really does it. Like Lamar is up there in terms of like not taking hits That's while what, running. He's like the and best he's, in the league at it. <laughs> he's considerably bigger. I, I don't know. I, I'll be interested to see. I mean, this is a huge, huge weekend for CJ Stroud. Yeah. This is the most pressure he's going to go into a game with unless he ever makes a Super Bowl. It will never be bigger than this. He is playing for all of the money to yeah. beat Michigan, to make the playoffs, and the Heisman. It's, and he's it's, struggled these can't. past
3: couple weeks. I mean, I know, I know Ohio State has put up like fifty points a game, and it's funny to say like he's struggled, but really there has been, you know, nits to pick in his game and, and moments where it's like, yep. That's what you're worried about. There's been moments like that, I think in, in every single game since over the past couple of weeks with, with Stroud, which, you know, if you're playing in that system with that offense, like there just kind of shouldn't be those moments. Yeah. <laughs> there shouldn't be any moments of doubt. You should just be like knocking it out of the park every single weekend if you're like truly that that dude. So like, I, I do think people have, have cooled on him a little bit um, over these past couple of weeks, but he could, I mean, with a big showing in Michigan, I I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's I think it's we can lot. all imagine just, what what the hype machine would look like if he just eviscerates um, Michigan and and what and, that game needs.
1: And, and here's the qu- like, you know, he goes crazy this game, probably the favorite to be Heisman at that point.
2: I, I have no idea g- who it's going to be at this point. They're just going to give it to whichever quarterback has the best counting stats. They just Caleb, don't know any way to Williams. do it. Caleb Williams has a very good shot at it. Yeah. Uh, But they need to, they, he must win his conference. He must do it. I would guess he is not so far ahead of everybody else stats wise. And they play Notre Dame and then they'll play Oregon. And that's, I like them of those games. I don't think they should be dogs in either, but um, college ball at times is about, you know, it's hard to do it three times in a row and then that type of stuff. And they, they just barely squeaked by UCLA. So they've got a very challenging stretch. But the thing with Stroud that makes him not his archetype, not work. I've been thinking about this today. His pocket presence isn't great. Okay. And like, he's not that mobile. Okay. But he's super accurate and his anticipation is great. That would work if he got the ball out quicker, but he doesn't get the ball out that quick. And you could argue that maybe that's on Ryan Day. But he just like, it's too many plays run on too long and that's not his strength. And he's got such good receivers. It just doesn't need to be like that. And I wonder, I I guess I'd have to go back and really, really watch, but is it more of like a Bengals thing where they're just trying They're like, well, we have Marvin Harrison and Mbuka and and Fleming and Jason. So we're going to be just throwing the bomb no matter what. Or is it like he just does not want to get the ball up that early?
3: I would guess more of the first thing. Um, I would guess more of the first thing. Stroud doesn't really seem like a quarterback who would have any problem. Like he doesn't really seem like he wants to be this crazy playmaker. Um, so I would guess more of the first thing. But yeah, he he's he's just in that Mac Jones golf. He's somewhere like he's he's in that kind of tier of quarterback to me. And, and Gino is the guy I compare him to. Like if he if he reads if he plays with Gino plays with insane confidence and poise at this point in his career like Gino Smith is playing better football than like anyone in the league right now I mean yeah. he is you know they wrote me off they I write back though and and he is just playing with this massive chip on his shoulder and just this unwavering confidence which matters and it's like Stroud coming into the league is not going to be playing with that much, that much (laughs) swag. He's not going to be playing. I mean, Gino sat in Seattle for years and years and years. He's finally getting his chance. He knows everything well. He's a veteran. Um, Like that's, that to me is almost the catalyst of his success is like the amount of, he's just extremely comfortable in, in his situation. And Stroud is going, you know, going to be a rookie, a younger player in a completely new situation in a worse situation. Like, you know, you it's hard to be Gino if you're not, if you take away a lot of the, um, you know, Gino's playing with house money, right? He's playing everyone, every, no one expects He's playing with house money. He's playing in a place he's very comfortable. Yeah. Like you're going to take that away. Yeah. Stroud, like, well, what would Gino you know, like if he, had massive expectations and, and wasn't really feeling himself. <laughs> that's kind of what Stroud is. So, like, well, what's that going to look like? It so, look like Mac Jones for right now in in who doesn't have the craziest arm, but he's you know crazy accurate and yeah, um, you could hypothetically a uh, uh, someone who's an amazing pure thrower of the football. Like that's Mac Jones. So look like Mac Jones this season. Which is bad if he lands in a spot where he's not comfortable. If he lands in a spot where he is comfortable, it's like Mac Jones's rookie season or or Geno Smith right, right. now, and and that's good. So it really comes down to Detroit a could be really situation. Nice. Could be, it could be right.
1: I mean, the the only thing is Someone like maybe maybe they don't want to go from like system guy to system guy
2: with Goff to Stroud. I, I really have no idea. I think there's a huge quarterback problem coming up this off season for these teams. There's just not enough guys out there. There just isn't. And I think it's not going to lead to like Levis and, you know, hidden hooker getting picked in like the top 10. It's going to lead to like the tier, like the real, like tier three prospects getting picked a little bit higher than you expect. Someone is going to pick like Penix and Bo Nicks. Those guys have to be taken seriously and at least looked at seriously because that many teams need quarterbacks now. Even more true with Tennant Hooker out. You know, it's like, well, uh, I, I mean, I don't know if okay. Texans go Bryce Young at one. How do how do the rest of the quarterbacks fill out? Lions have to take a QB. They have no yeah. choice. We can't hear you, Theo.
1: Yeah, we lost. We lost the Osh. It's okay though.
3: <sighs> I don't have much of a grip on 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 Stroud's personality. he I always think he looks sheepish, but that just might be the way his face
2: looks. I, I just... I just—I I think when it comes down to the personality stuff, I think it really just depends on like how cool you are and able to handle the pressure, and he's just not that good at it. He just does not have the tools to run out of the back of the pocket, and he doesn't have the calmness to step up into it consistently enough. There are some times... He's not... So bad at it Like there's definitely Levels to it His sack rate is pretty low That's that's kind of the one thing I really he, he, And he He is willing to stand In there And that is a big thing For him So there is a world Where it's like Let me go to a team With a very nice Offensive line And an offensive coordinator Who's like We're going to run A lot of play action We're going to get the ball Out very quickly Otherwise And yes It'll work But I don't love him I think I think He's he, he can be successful and be really consistent in a good situation. And that's not something that you can say about everybody. And he'll keep everything open to you. And I think the term game manager actually means that like, you're like a top 16 quarterback. I think he can do that. But I think when the going gets tough and you need them to make a play, he's not that guy. And I wouldn't pick him much higher than 10.
3: Yeah. I think, I think a team like um, New York could use a guy like that where, you know, Zach Wilson is, not accurate and he makes some boneheaded decisions and you know a guy like shroud could maybe just kind of even the or right the ship a little bit and and play some some decent football there i think that that could be one if they choose to move off of 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 wilson um the jets like we talked about on the last podcast like brady maybe car i think we ignored the most glaring like obvious guy to go to New York, which would be Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Least. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> probably, well, probably the most, uh, yeah. the most obvious. But then,
2: if you're the 49ers, it's like, cause here's the problem. If, if they really like Garoppolo and they may really like him, it may come down to like a money thing. Cause you're not <laughs> franchise tagging Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. And then so I, the, the jets could easily outspend, the 49ers for Garoppolo before the 49ers tap out and say, well, we got to roll with Lance and we'll get somebody else to be back up like Minshew or whoever. Right. Which is probably what I would do overpaying Garoppolo big bucks. If you're just going to test Lance again. So I think Garoppolo probably is the most likely. Yeah. Honestly, the
3: Panthers, like depending on where they pick, I, I wouldn't want to pick Stroud in the top five. I think that would be a little bit rich, but you know, that's a that's a good offensive line and their quarterback situation has just been so ungodly horrible in recent years where it's like, Well, okay, at least there's something there. <laughs> I mean, what I mean, since Cam, right, there hasn't been any sort of hope or, you know, semblance of, of decent quarterback play. I mean, since I mean Bridgewater, I guess. But I,
2: like, I think yeah. I think Garoppolo in a non Shanahan, like really amazing offense would just not look that good. I just don't think he would. I would so much rather go so much cheaper. If like, if they really don't like any of the quarterbacks, then what they need to do is trade down and get picks for next year. And then say, we are going to get Drake may or Ewers or Caleb Williams. We like those guys a lot better than these guys. That's what we're doing. And we're going to go get, a guy who I think will at least be, you know, oh, you know, better than Darnold, or just these guys who make horrible mistakes. Get like a Minshew, and then give Corral his test run. Yeah, so I was about to say that gear. gives you that gives you the shot at Corral, and it would be a coach's first season, so you can get away with that. The only thing holding them back from doing that is that a the team is like, well, do you want to just wait for Caleb Williams? They're not bad enough to do that. This is the problem. No team can pull off that strategy because no team can just like. Except being the worst team in the league next year, except for maybe possibly the Texans because their roster is pretty far away. Yeah, but they have yeah. the number one overall, so it's just like it's just going to be tough. I don't. So I don't know. I would maybe do that, but yeah, I, how tanking, much longer can I wait?
3: Tanking a year in advance is just not. It's it's really even if you're Houston. Oh, that's true. Ron even if you're Houston and you were like, oh man, we we love Caleb Williams. We love Drake May. Like, even if, uh, okay, we're going to draft Will Anders. We're going to draft Jalen Carter, number one overall. Like, maybe, maybe, but it's just tough. It's just tough from a human standpoint to just go into this season with like that little hope. It's it's really hard. And maybe they will. Maybe they they say like, we have our eyes on next year quarterback class, but I can't remember there ever, ever being a time where a team who really needed a quarterback who needed to turn their franchise around didn't select one because they liked next year's class better. Like even It's though, just not a
2: violent strategy. Uh,
1: <laughs> I would I don't know if that's what the Browns did. I don't know I don't know if that's if that's why they did it. But they did go and they did draft Miles Garrett that is that is they
2: did not do it because they liked Baker ba- I know, Baker, not because Baker Baker they liked Baker?
1: not because they liked Baker but maybe they were just like oh, you know what there's quarterbacks next year <laughs> let's just take this guy let's just take Miles Garrett and I love Miles Garrett but I I don't know I feel like the Browns needed a quarterback and they
2: they liked Kaiser one. and he hadn't played at that point now. Oh yeah, we did have Kaiser, didn't and we? And you guys to... spent like a high second on him <sighs> so it was a little bit more like yeah. we have to play him at some point. I forgot. About Baker Kaiser. was like not supposed to be like a first round dra- like he's supposed to be like No, yeah. Trying Darnold to get was supposed to be the first overall pick at that. Darnold point. was that guy. That's true. But I and see the thing is is that like that's the way that it works too where it's like we're sitting here saying that these guys are great or like last year it was like, Oh my God, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are so amazing. And now it's like Bryce Young is pretty good. CJ Stroud is like, yeah.
1: it's just as, as we get more information,
3: like it just changes. Like shit changes. Yeah. You, you definitely look at it with less rose rose colored glasses. I'm like, maybe the Lawrence here. Cause everyone was so excited for Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, you could maybe say the Jaguars, <laughs> but I'm trying to think. They picked seventh. They took. They had. They went into the season with Gardner Minshew as their quarterback, a six-round pick. But I'm trying to think what quarterbacks were left in that draft class. I think they Was skipped that? out on Rosen. They skipped out on Lamar. Um, wait, did they all? I, I don't know. They skipped know. out on Haskins. No, they skipped out on Haskins. And they skipped out on,
2: that's it, just Haskins. So I guess I didn't go try to grab Daniel Jones. Well, that was, that was a particularly bad quarterback draft class, you know, at right. least from the, the outlook of, of originally. So I think all roads lead to the Panthers starting Corral.
3: I, I, I disagree. I, just, I really disagree with that. I I think all roads lead to the Panthers selecting a quarterback in this
2: year's draft class. What? Well, who do you but think they pick. would? I um. If, if If it goes Bryce Young one, you are you are reaching to the moon. Levis has has you know our guy. Levis is is, is a project who probably has not quite gotten to that second overall range, and. Stroud, We think his stock is going to fall. I don't think they're going to do that. And I think it is. I think it is significantly more likely that Fitterer goes out and tries to find a head coach who is willing to roll with Corral than it is them drafting another head coach for the sake or drafting another quarterback for the sake of the head coach. Fitterer is playing for his job right now. And I just don't know if he bets it on like a rookie quarterback I guess I mean. Or, well, it'll be on know, a third-round yeah,
3: quarterback yeah, yeah. who went one for nine in the preseason, and then like t- bur- his foot exploded. So, so
2: what would you do if you're the Panthers and Bryce Young goes at, at one?
3: I would, I would draft someone. Still, I would draft Levis. Who? I would trade back, and I would draft. I don't know. I do, I don't know, but it would not be Matt Corral. I would not go into the season with any hope for Matt Corral. <sighs> I'm trying to think if about. I'm trying to think about who
1: would be. Who would want to trade up at that point?
3: Because that's that's the real question. It's like, oh, I would trade back. Who the hell's trading up and for what? I would rather start and there's there are backups around the league. I would rather start Drew Locke than I would rather start Drew Locke than Matt Corral. I would rather I disagree him be my that. answer.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I'd I, I would rather start Jimmy Locke.
3: Garoppolo be my answer. I I, disagree. I, understand, I, I, I understand that, but i, I I'd rather Minshew I would rather Bridgewater get, get bring you. him back.
1: No, you, you cannot possibly bring Bridgewater back to Carolina.
3: Why that not? Can, it's not like Carolina not, ended with like, it's not, no, like they it's not, not that they ended
1: on bad term. terms, but like the team stunk with him, but like they, you, you they already that, know what you have with those guys. That's the problem with Corral. At least there's like, you
3: don't know what you have yet. He's a third round pick. Like no third round pick is good. Dak well, no no, pick.
2: no, no, no quarterback who has already failed out is good. So all those other options like Minshew, okay, well, he will not work. Drew Locke, well, he will not work either. Gar- Garoppolo is a stop gag, and he's fine for what he is, but he will not work realistically. Okay. They do not have a good option this offseason, and the idea of tanking for next year doesn't work unless you have a ton of draft picks, which they could have. They could have a shot at a super high draft pick if they had traded for Burns or trade uh, Burns away, but their team is is too good to try to do that. Unfortunately, the only teams I can especially think if of, they get a new coach,
1: the only teams I can think of, that are going to have high enough draft picks or that are uh, that would be willing to trade up to number two. That
2: need a quarterback. This is thinking very far into the future. But yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I'm like maybe Detroit. They have the Rams pick. And that would be number six overall, and they have their own pick, which is thirteen. Um,
2: so they're gonna. So they're gonna trade what, down the with a team. So they're gonna trade down with a team that also wants a quarterback.
1: I mean, unless unless like, unless someone's continue. trading up for like Jalen Carter.
3: Who knows at this point? They'll take someone at two. They're going to take a quarterback at two. They are going to do that. I'm 100% confident. And even if you don't like it, even if you think Stroud is a reach at two, if you think a quarter, if you like a quarterback at pick 15, you got to like him at two. That's just the rule. Like if you like him at 15, you got to like him at 2. If you like the guy, if you think he can be a starter in any way, you take the quarterback, right? You take the quarterback. Or so just take it might be Stroud at number 2. <laughs> it might be Levis at number 2. If you think that they're worth taking at 15, you're just taking them. There is your guy. You like him, you think you can make something with him. You focus on what they can do other than what uh, rather than what they can't do and you hire like I have no idea who the coaching candidates are, but you, you hire some some assistant from Josh McDaniels, like whoever, whoever, Josh McDaniels is equivalent, or not Josh McDaniels, um, Mike McDaniel, whoever Mike McDaniels, Mike McDaniel is, you hire him <laughs> and you try to make things work, like we will just hire a, yeah. a Shanahan guy, a McVay guy, we'll hire whoever like legitimately it's it's that's
2: the way we are we fire up to josh allen comps to anthony richardson we <laughs> can get this thing done get <laughs> anthony richardson up there and this would be perfect fitterer can buy himself so much time by picking the absolute biggest project quarterback and then he could still roll corral out there corral out there and it's like well we got anthony richardson in the, in the and the tank, yes, I see this all coming together. He's <laughs> Josh Allen. We gotta pick not, him up still. Yes.
1: Yes. No. The the real solution here, you just take best player available. If you can't trade out of the pick, you just take best player available. Whoever you if that's a quarterback, fine. Right? If you think it's a quarterback, fine. But if Jalen Carter's there or Will or Will Anderson and you think he's the best player available,
2: just pull the trigger on him. I agree with everything with that 100% outside of quarterback. Yeah. No, I mean there there's, just, there's just not, it's, I mean just, I don't I don't good. see it's a okay. world
1: in which you you can look at Stroud over <laughs> a, picking Ohio State quarterback over a Georgia defensive lineman. Come on, like
3: what what are we doing here? Like you know the it's right. Gonna, I mean look at every mock draft. I mean look at every single Oh no, I I, I, I
1: know the one you sent. That easy. that consensus one blew my mind.
3: Stroud think, second overall. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think there's a good chance that Stroud falls a little bit farther than that, but I mean, there's about an equal chance that you know all the projections are right and he just gets selected in the top two. Yeah. Well, really, what re- you should be rooting for a Stroud, masterclass Class the rest of the way. Like, not only as uh, a, I, I I, I
2: understand, I understand the real path is that the Texans fall in love with Stroud. Texans, <laughs> you need the
3: Texans to fall in love, and with then Stroud. you get you need some Young. sort of parent trap. Matt, you need some sort of parent <laughs> trap thing where you somehow convince um, Jack be that that CJ Scra- Stroud loves
2: God more than <laughs> Bryce not. That could happen. Yo. This <laughs> could, this, uh, the, the Texans could mess it up. They could potentially not take Bryce Young.
1: Well, no, it's not i research on CJ Stroud. See if he's see if he's God-fearing man. I, yeah, I'm so absolutely
2: he, sure that the Texans fan base is sold on, on <laughs> Bryce Young. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yes, um, you you need to somehow t- you need to convince Bryce Young. You need to plant some like pornographic magazines in his car.
2: and <laughs> well, And the Texans, they just they just suck so bad. They will. We have no hope at the number one overall pick. They're so much worse than us. It's insane. That's funny.
3: Because, it's so funny too because the Panthers are literally just the number two overall pick right now. <laughs> it's they, not like you guys they, are picking they like has to 10. be the
2: one. They have to be the one. Yeah. Right.
3: Dude,
1: yeah, actually, yeah, no. The real bad, the Texans just win. Just hope to start to start rooting for the Texans to win game.
3: You, you, you need you need young to tear his ACL like in the national in the SEC championship game, oh, is, brother. That's gotta be your strategy, Matt. Is is you need to Tanya Harding him, and then
2: the... all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go yell at Davis Mills to pull himself together. We got <laughs> Sam Darnold coming in this week. We should we can do this thing guys don't give up
3: we're yeah, playing the Broncos Mills has, we're gonna get has legitimately played so bad like Davis was he was honestly like you could see the vision a little bit towards the end of last year and even at the beginning of this year I thought he was doing like a couple good that he was hanging in there and he was accurate and he wasn't like turning the football over very much and it's like well this is like a journeyman yeah like can win you some games and then he's just decided to become a, a complete and total disaster.
2: Yeah, you, you, there's I don't know. Here's here's what will happen. The Panthers will win two more stupid games get the eighth pick and then they won't be too high. That's the real solution. There you go. <laughs> and then they throw um, <laughs> right there. Or Maybe Anthony Richardson could potentially figure out how to get into the top 10. If he he had a good game against whoever he just played even though they lost. yeah, well, he couldn't, have sucks. Good, he
1: couldn't have had a good game. They lost. Yeah, He's not a winner. <laughs> it's yeah. just like Justin Herbert, man. Just like Justin. But this Herbert. is a
3: big college football week coming up, man. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, i will be watching um, Michigan versus OSU. That's oh sure. yeah. So I will absolutely. I'm going to be in Miami,
1: Florida, but I will find time to watch the game.
2: And you'll be watching uh, Tulane versus Cincinnati. No.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friday at noon. Good be the there. Lord. Actually, that's that's Matt when doesn't... that is when my flight takes off. It's Friday at noon. We need Cincinnati. I'm, buy- I'm
3: buying the in-flight Wi-Fi just to keep tabs. Um, Matt, before we get out of here, um, mm-hmm. what is your prediction for? Ohio State me and my dad just spent like
2: half an hour talking about this so the the pro Ohio State way to look at it is that last year Ohio State played a better Michigan team with better pass rushers in bad weather at Michigan and lost by second or seven with a terrible defense the big thing uh, what, what is up with Michigan's running back is he okay it sounds I like he's gonna play. It sounds like he's if he if he is not one hundred percent, they're in some trouble. But the thing is, is that like if the weather is bad, it does not go well for them. Right? Yeah. It, it doesn't look like it's going to be terrible. Ten mile per hour wind, twenty five percent chance of rain. Not too bad. Yeah. I it comes down to, I mean, like I think I think they'll win. I think they'll win. There's so I much think they too. I think they'll win. I think that if they can, I hope Mayan Williams is playing. I think if they can start running the ball well, Michigan is not that big up front defensively. They're not. And if they can start running the ball well, and then have Stroud get the ball a little bit quicker, don't let him get under pressure because he's not good at handling that stuff. You've got the You've got them defensively. You've got the talent on them. They have no more Hutchinson and uh, who, who who is right. the other guy that I, I yeah. Um, no, they yeah. have no more of that. And it's at Ohio State. Michigan has not been tested super, super seriously against like tough opponents on the road this season. And if the defense can give anything, which they've been a lot better, they're not great, but they've been a lot better this year. The corners really stink, but. Michigan's quarterback, McCarthy, played terrible last game, and he's never played Ohio State. So I like Ohio State. If this was on the road in the snow, I would easily pick Michigan. Yeah, Corum being banged up
3: is uh, – that guy rules. <laughs> so, I think I think Ohio State's going to win, and not, not someone who is paid, especially like Michigan. I don't watch much Michigan this year, but it, it seems like they're kind of a one – I mean, their quarterback seems – Talented, I'll say that, but um, not quite, not quite someone who's going to line up in eleven personnel and and beat you throwing it all over the yard. So Michigan
1: quarterbacks are always underwhelming
2: at home. At it's Ohio it's State it's at. I mean, it's going to be and they, but they must win this one. They cannot lose this one. And then next year, it's at Michigan with a new quarterback that does not. They cannot lose this. They have to win this game absolutely. Yeah. So. Yep.
3: McCarthy getting benched for the legend Cade McNamara. I always get them confused. I feel like Michigan has had like the same two guys alternating at quarterback like three years. They've it's had like this. McCarthy they've had like McNamara.
1: four quarterback, or they've had like three quarterbacks in my lifetime. It's like <laughs> Connor Shaw, or not Connor Shaw. Um, uh, what is it? Something Shea or. Or was Shea it Pat- Patterson. Shea Patterson? Shea, the they had Shea, Shea the Patterson, Cade Mac- McNamara,
3: <laughs> and uh those are all the same guy. <laughs> they're all the I feel same. Like when ga- she, even when Patterson was there, like McNamara was like <laughs> a, a wildcat, like package quarterback, and now like they're flip flopping again with like two new guys who like in their names sound the same. So I'm just like, yeah, they're. Um... <laughs> Uh, they've had the same. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. Every court, they've just tried to like
1: get Tom Brady back <laughs> since he left. That's what they've been
3: trying to do. But anyway, I think that Stetson pretty much Bennett.
1: <laughs> Stetson yeah, Bennett. If like Emmanuel Acho
3: was picking quarterbacks. I think you take. Uh, you could always just go the QB wins route and take uh, select Stetson Bennett. <laughs> the
1: loss. Uh, never lost. Undefeated. But I think that pretty much wraps things up for us. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Spend time with your family if you can. Um, but... <laughs> Shut up, Theo. <laughs> but, <laughs> thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out Theo's All22 on Justin Fields. Matt just released a video on college football. Was it... It's, it's college football tears, but is it... I... I
2: accidentally said the word tears in there one time. So they named it college football tears. I was just talking about, um, just like who some playoff possibilities basically going through. them. Okay. Got you.
1: Um, and then of course my Madden video comes out Friday. This will also serve as our episode. So there will not be an episode drop on Thursday. We will do a live stream on the amp app by Amazon. Uh, tomorrow around 5 30 eastern so make sure you download the amp app follow stay hot and we'll do a live stream tomorrow but there will not be an episode release on thursday but again thank you all so much for tuning in and as always from corn boy bird boy and lemon boy we will catch you all on the flippity flop
4: mypatriotsupply.com